Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barrett. <laughs> Were you over there mimicking? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I could do like a puppet of you. <laughs> Like you know, nothing. I used to be a master puppeteer. You did. You had the puppets. I have professional puppets in <laughs> my bedroom. That sounds weird, yeah, but I do. It does. <laughs> um, I do oh, the, because I was a puppeteer just... in evangelical church world. Yes, you were. And then I owned puppets. And then now you don't do puppets. I don't do puppets. No. I just have them for fun. <laughs> for for posterior? Yes, yes, for, for my children. For your someday. children? For memories? Okay, Leanne, these are good days. These are these good are days. These are good days. Mm-hmm. Do you have a good day on the tip of your tongue? Well, you know, Matt, I've talked about our Sundays before, and I said to Daryl recently on a Sunday, I love Sundays. I just love do. I do I love just hanging out with D it was a really sunny Sunday so we went out in the afternoon and just sat on the back porch for a little vitamin D both of you both of us you just sat yeah, we just sat on the back what do porch you do? and visited do you like and talk we talked and do you hold coffee. hands no we didn't hold hands no do you give we made a out but... ew <laughs> what no, we did <laughs> What? <laughs> 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 I feel like I'm one of your kids. We're, yeah, no. be, yeah my, oh. my kids would be like, stop. No, um, no, we just sat and visited and yeah, you know, That's I just so like I just love I just love those easy, just easy, peaceful Sundays. Yeah. It's nothing it's nothing extraordinary, but it is a good day. Right. Well that's the whole premise of our podcast. Yeah, is that's right. When the ordinary becomes extraordinary. Yeah, that's right. Oh, here's mine. This was really fun. Our one of my wife's college friends, Maggie, who listens to the podcast. Thanks, Maggie. Her <laughs> daughter had a birthday, and so they had a bowling alley birthday party. Which oh, is that's really cute. So, first of all, can we talk about birthday parties? Yes, it is. We can also talk about bowling because our oh. kids. Remember? Do you remember our kids were in bowling league? Every Saturday morning. I don't remember that. Well, maybe that was before your time. We went. Wow. When they were little. Every Saturday morning when they were little. Wow. Teddy Teddy always dreamed of being a professional bowling league. So Teddy, Mm -hmm. I'm glad you nurtured that. Well, here's what I have to say. Birthday parties. Children's birthday parties are nightmares. And here's why. (laughs) You in the world of Pinterest, Mm -hmm. you're making these elaborate things. You're bringing these children into your home and. Really, they don't care. The balloon arches. The right, the three D balloon of you know a yes, transformer yes. or a Paw Patrol. Yes, the three year old doesn't really care. This is just my opinion. If you want to do it, it's okay. But this is just how I feel. And Maggie and Matt chose to do a bowling alley birthday party, which I one hundred percent support. Listen, we did a swimming pool Pizza Hut birthday party. Yes. Here's what yeah, I have to you say got about the private room. It. That's right. We got the private <laughs> glass awning at Pizza Hut. Okay. The only thing that would have made it better was the lunch buffet. <laughs> but that's only on a weekday. <laughs> you would know that. I do know that. <laughs> but here's what I have to say. The well, only thing that would have you... made it better is if pizza was inside Embassy Suites. <laughs> oh my gosh. If we could have a Pizza Hut in an Embassy Suites, like how star- <laughs> if Starbucks. Embassy Suites and Pizza Hut. If you are listening, <laughs> if you are listening, we are open to your support. <laughs> but here's what I have to say: Matt and Maggie didn't have to clean their house. Nope. No, they didn't. No, because they didn't have people come over. They were over. at the bowling alley. You know what else they did? 
they took a cake to the birth to the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Guess what else? The kids were entertained because you know why? They were at a bowling alley. Right. Perfect two hour birthday party. Yes. It's like so great. It was and honestly, my kids She's going to sneeze. My kids ha- haven't been bowling. So it was like a really yeah, fun they thing. they loved it. I bet. They were at the Columbus I Bowling Palace. They lo- Columbus Bowling Palace. That's what it's wow. called. 64 bet, lanes of listen, pure fun. I bet that the Columbus Bowling Palace has cool lights. They do. Well, I knew it. They, you know, they have the bumpers. I knew it. And the bumpers are LED are now. Up. I knew it. And the bumpers have lights that follow the ball all oh, the way down, yeah, and it's so course. slow when, yeah. when like the two year old does it. Yeah. So Columbus Bowling Alley, Bowling Palace. If you are listening, <laughs> <laughs> we'd like to we see you in Embassy for you Suites. to be a sponsor. <laughs> oh my gosh, a Pizza Hut and a bowling alley in the Embassy Suites. Oh. Embassy Suites. Your dream. This is my dream. <laughs> but that was my good day. It was just us with our kids at the bowling yeah, alley. I love with that. a cake, some balloons, and some presents. And good friends. Yeah. And it was good. just good. Yeah, you good. know? Yeah. It's just one of those love core it. memories. These are good days. These are good days. Hey, well, we actually had someone reach out to you in the comments yes, of your post. Instagram mm-hmm. post. Now it's still up there. Yes, You're not taking so, it down. So no, I'm not taking it down. So if so you want to go look at mm-hmm. Leanne's Instagram post, it's at Leanne Miller on Instagram. There's a post of us that of, is a picture of us. One hundred percent what we look like yes, when we're laughing. And, and we were not staging no, that. It's we candid. were truly laughing. Truly laughing. And that's what it kind of looks like, except we're in a little bit grubbier clothes <laughs> clothes down here right now. But Leanne asked, what is something you would want us to talk mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. Hey, can you pull up the person that wrote this, their handle? Oh, yeah. um, because we would all we love hearing what you are thinking about. And often the conversations that happen either in our real life or on Instagram or between each other or between our friends, they inspire what we're thinking about and what we're talking about. And so Leanne posted, what would you like for us to talk about mm-hmm. and this is the one that stuck out to us very first okay her handle is soulfully fed and her name is laura and this is what she commented she said i'm truly enjoying this podcast all oh, thanks i love when you wheeze laugh i can't help it <laughs> laura i just it we just happens going. when i get going i wheeze <clears throat> i think it's because i'm a little chubby I love when you wheeze laughed. <laughs> wheeze laugh. It feels like I'm part of the conversation. Oh, well, that's what that. we hope. I would love to hear about how you've handled friendships growing apart or breaking up. That's real. That is that is real. real. Now we've talked about us. We've been friends for 15 years, and even in our friendship, we mm-hmm. um, been seasons. Yeah, there have been seasons where we've been. I don't know if closer is the right word, but spent more time together than others. Demographics sometimes have played a part in that. Oh, are you getting a little tired? No, I just had to yawn a second. Yeah, right right into that microphone. Sorry. I need a little coffee. Um, (laughs) But also, it's also been children. Yes. Sometimes with with kids, even with my kids in high school, it just, things were just busier. And then when you and Mallory moved to Worcester and we were still in Walnut Creek, we went through a period where we didn't see each other as much. and. Um, but you know, here, here's what I'll say. This is what I believe with friendships and relationships. I do believe that there are friendships that are, that are meant for a season in your life. Absolutely. I, I also believe there are friendships that you will have your whole life Mm -hmm. and 
there is a point where you will fight for that relationship or that friendship differently than you would say someone you've been friends with for a year because you have been friends with that person for so long and they know you so well that you will go to different lengths to um, preserve or fight for that friendship, even if it's going through a tough time. Right. Um, I think that, um, I've had friends that were in my life for a season. Um, I don't know if you remember, but baseball moms, like, oh, you know, yes. when our kids were in baseball, you know, I, I feel like I had really good friends, lovely, lovely women Absolutely. that I was so friendly with. I would see them twice a week. We would sit together yeah, on our baseball, baseball chairs. You'd yes. make coney sauce. Yes, You'd yes, share coney yes. sauce recipes. And we would, you know, sit together and laugh and share life. And, yeah. and when I see those women now, I'm so excited to see them and we hug and catch up and, but it's different. Yeah. I mean, we're not in each other's lives twice a week anymore. Right. So I do think that there are friendships that are, are, a season. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think there are friendships are a season because you change yeah. and things are different. Right. I think that when I, when I think about friendship breakups, I think uh, first, I think we don't talk about this enough because I think obviously we talk a lot about, um, you know, romantic relationships breaking up and the grief mm-hmm. that that is. And when, when those relationships shift and change, the grief that comes with that, you know, that's been explored a ton in movies and literature and music, but really the friendship relationship is a relationship I don't think we've explored in a way that honors and acknowledges the true relate, the true feelings that you have for that person. Mm -hmm. It's not a romantic feeling. It's semi-familial. Um, in some ways they're closer to you than your family because you might share right. different things or, right. um, you know, there are, there are things that I've or shared. Or you with, might even mm. see them more than right. you see your You family. might see them more than your family. And I think the grief of a, a friendship breakup um, can sometimes get overlooked or swept under the rug because we don't think it's as important um, as other relationships that are, are in our life. And the reality is, is the feelings and the emotions that come along with that are just as real oh, and are just oh, as right. valid and just as painful sometimes. Right. And honestly, sometimes um, for me, it, it, there are friendship breakups that I've held on longer to than romantic breakups, to right. be very honest with right. you. Right, because you share differently. You know, absolutely. You know, you share... And there, you know, when you're, when you're seeking a romantic partner, um, you know, I knew that it was over. I knew it was over. Yeah, right. I knew there was like a definite end. There was a, we're not going to invest in this anymore. But I think sometimes with friendship, it can be a little less defined and that yes. leaves it hard. And it lingers. Yes. And... and it leaves a lot to your imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that can be really hard. But I do, I agree with you. There are friendships that are for, somebody told me this before. There are friendships that are for a reason friendships that are for a season and then friendships that are for life. Mm -hmm. And I think knowing the ebb and flow of friendship is really important because I know there's times, you know, you talk about having kids. There are times where there's been seasons of my life where um, either I can't devote time to someone else. Right. You know, right. You just don't have the margin. This is going to sound really, really mean, but honestly, I'm in a season in my life where I, I, I could take on some friends. <laughs> so this isn't like a, a wanted ad or like, yeah. <laughs> like 
Right. Like I, I have the margin for it, but I am just giving so much to my children. Yeah. My career. Right. right. Um, it's just not the know, season. It's just hard. Mm-hmm. I know. It's hard. And so it's a really hard season. And we've talked about that because, you know, even in our friendships, we have all we've we'd never have and it'll probably be about 20 more years till we're actually in the same season right um right because when I'm i was when i was young and free you had kids yes you know when i got was well, young, i still have kids but well, they were at home <laughs> right you were in the throes <laughs> yes. of driving and in driving around junior and, high and yes. high school and yes and then you know i was young and married and you had teenagers yeah and now that you and daryl are empty nesters we have three little kids yeah and so our seasons of life haven't ever intersected and Obviously, it's not impossible because we're really, really good friends, but you do have to be intentional. Yeah. yeah. You know, we don't cross paths in any other places in our lives at work. Right. We don't go to the same church. Right. We don't, you know, we we have to make time to stay connected and see each other. And I think think technology has helped so much with that, with texting and Instagram. And because you were Instagramming me reels. Well, you know, I I Instagram you running horses. Ugh, I can't. (laughs) You're you're like FYP page must be so weird. What what is what is your FYP page? I will say what that is. The explore page for your. I don't know. (laughs) FYP page is like your explore page. Why is it called FYP? I don't know. But when you hit the little magnifying glass, it's what it's what Instagram based on the algorithm shows you that that you want. So mine is um, Pamela Anderson. Run. What? <laughs> yeah, because I watched her documentary. So um, how did that turn into the algorithm I, I thinking you no, want more? I, well, because I looked up her Instagram oh. page after watching the documentary and read some articles. So now it's feeding me Pamela Anderson. Ugh. Interesting. It's interesting. But her documentary is actually very good. Pam, It's called Pamela, I think. But a love can, story. can we give a... A little caveat is you were like, oh, I don't think I would. Want oh, yeah, no, you no, were no, 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 like, no, I would not dare. I was shocked at the nudity. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. what? No, close yeah, your eyes. I'm not going to be watching yeah, that. No, you won't be watching it, and certainly not your children. Um, <laughs> but, but, but uh, so my explore page is running horses. Okay, listen, I, you, what's you with have the horses? To, you have to admit. The running, the running of the horse, the the abandon of the horse running is beautiful, Matt. I mean, I don't watch them anymore. I know, but I send them to you because I'm like, watch this. It's beautiful. And you're like, no more running no horses. No more horses. <laughs> you know what I send you? Things that will I think will make you laugh out loud. And they do. They, <laughs> they do. You sent me a Medea one that was really funny. <laughs> um, but... We're, we're, uh, how did we even get on <laughs> how that? How did we get on FYP? We were talking about friendship. What, oh my gosh. It's totally left. Instagram? What, uh, we were talking about, I said, I told you I sent you horse fit. Oh, I said. Technology take, still keep, keeps yeah, us connected. Keep, keep yes. connected. Yeah, I sent oh, you man. the running horse videos. Um, I think technology has helped. But when I look over the landscape of my friendships, it's it's interesting because I have three girlfriends from fifth grade yeah and um or i are these your virginia girls yeah, or Virgi- your, yeah virginia girls, call them the virginia right. girls. Yeah, Virgi- or virginia bffs um we see each other um for sure twice a year summer once in the summer once in the winter and we are very intentional about our time together we're intentional about the actual time we spend together we right. like to really each of us share and then we like to have a time where we 
you know, pray over each other and it's, it's wonderful. But what I'll say about those friendships is we have known each other since the fifth grade. Like I remember what our little faces look like in right. eighth grade or in 11th grade or, you know, in college and have when those, we were first married. Have, have those friendships gone through seasons? Well, yeah, oh yeah. Those, not only have they gone through seasons, but we don't always agree. Yeah. You know, we don't always agree. So, so those friendships that are so meaningful and so precious and so important in your life, if you find yourselves not agreeing on topics or not agreeing on things, and this is something that somebody brought up in the comments as well, is like, what do you do when you are finding that you're, you know, kind of growing apart from your from your friendships or relationships because you don't agree and you don't right. see things eye to eye. So I think now what we've learned is there are just topics that we don't talk about as much when we're together right. because why do that? Like right. why do it if we don't, if we know we aren't going to change each other's minds or agree on everything we can, where there's so much more that we can talk about. And, and I think, um, the beauty of those friendships that we've known each other so long that we can really, we can really be honest. Like I, the last time we were together and this is like really saying something personal, but it's about me so I can say it. Um, (laughs) I said to one of them, I said, you know, there's something that I would like to share with all of us, but I'm really battling feeling shame, Yeah, you know, because we were all raised Southern Baptist and, you know, um, I was battling being authentic or really saying what was happening with an area of my life because I was battling feeling ashamed about it or feeling like I would be judged about it. And they were so great. They were like, Oh my gosh, you can tell, you know, no. But it was something that was happening within me. And so I think, um, I think for friendships that have been around a long time, you determine like that friendship is going to be worth like fighting for. And how, how do you determine What's a relationship that you're willing well, to Well, what I just in? said, if, if, if there's topics we don't agree on, oh, here's a, here's a great one. We didn't agree upon, um, the COVID vaccine. Yeah. So, so if we're going to have conversations about that and they're going to get heated, we're not going to keep having those conversations because I'm going to feel one way. One of them is going to feel another way and we're not going to change the other one's right. mind. But what makes you say it's worth it? Like um, it's oh. not, it's not just the longevity because you can be friends with someone since fifth oh, grade. Oh well, not, there's so like, much. What makes you say that the, that a friendship is worth going through that? Well, for? one, they've known me through every, literally almost every season of my life. Yeah. Besides what happened before fifth grade, I mean, <laughs> they've known me my whole life. Right. So they know some of what's going to come out of my mouth before it even comes out of my right, mouth. Right. Right. And they, um, they are. Well, I, I think I think it's both. I think it's them as well. They they're a participant in this right. relationship, right? So I think that we have a mutual love and respect for each other, but we all know each other so well that I would never want I mean, I can tell you right now, I would never I could almost cry thinking about it. I would never want those relationships to not be in my life. Right. Um, but there are areas that we we just don't talk a bunch about because we're, we're all pretty strong. And so, you know, we're, nobody's going to be changing anybody's mind real soon. So we just don't go near those topics. Right. And I think, I think you can do that. Right. Absolutely. Well, you know, I did some research because I think this Google is, boy. <laughs> I am Google boy. 
And this is such an interesting topic to me because I think it, we don't talk about it in any circles. And I think as men, yeah, we I really think, don't talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I think it. next week we should just continue talking about the subject. You do? Honestly, yeah, I do. Because yeah. I do think that... I do think we don't talk about the loyalty of friendship. We don't right. talk about honesty in friendship. We don't talk about confrontation. I mean, listen, you and I have had some very difficult conversations over the totally. years. Totally. Like we've had conversations that neither one of us wanted to have. Uh, we had one recently. six months ago. Yeah, maybe. recently. Yeah. And actually it wasn't even that six months ago. <laughs> but but I think I think you have to be willing you have to you have to look at the friendship and say I'm willing to have this conversation because I have to have it. Right. I mean, because whatever is happening is bothering me enough or on my mind enough that I have to have this conversation. Right. Or what's happened with me in friendship, I've had the conversation and then had the conversation again but in a different way with different words and then had the conversation again and then I'm like, okay, I'm this out. This isn't going yeah. anywhere. Deuces, yeah. I'm out. Like, you know, I I I'm just not going to keep cultivating a, a friendship or a relationship with someone who um, doesn't, you know, doesn't value my time or doesn't value right. my, my um, beliefs or right. how I feel. Or like, if I say, you know, that really bothers me when you treat me that way and they continue to treat uh, me that way. No, no. no. <laughs> okay. So here's, I, I think we should continue the conversation mm-hmm. about friendship, but specifically today, um, I was thinking about what did what do you do when you go through that loss and that mm. grief of mm, a friendship? Good, yeah. And so we already kind of talked about this, but give yourself the space and the permission um, to grieve that loss. I think sometimes we can tell ourselves, you know, the shame that that comes with with a friendship breakup is different because um, I think we think it's silly. I think we, yeah. I think we tell ourselves it shouldn't. We shouldn't feel this we way. We shouldn't feel bothered by it's it. It's not romantic. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't our prince charming or our right. wife or whatever. So we really shouldn't. It's not that big of a deal. But the reality is, is there are real emotions, mm-hmm. and it's a real relationship. Yes. Um, so when I was researching this, a big part of it that came out was, if you can get closure with that person. Now the big caveat is, if you can. There is someone that we're friends with that I worked with that we were so close. I was at their house mm-hmm. twice a week. Right. Um, their kids had nicknames for me. Yes. You know, I was at every birthday party. Yep. And because of circumstances around work and an unhealthy work environment, we really, we try. I mean, we tried, you know, we tried to talk about it, but it just came to a point where it was just harder to keep talking about it than it was to just kind of Continue move on. the friendship. Yeah. And truly I would say maybe two or three years after we just drifted apart, um, that person sought closure with me mm. and that person mm. said, Hey, let's grab breakfast and talk it out. And you know, the sad part that still, if I'm really being honest, that still grieves my heart is it's the relationship isn't what I had hoped it would be and where it would be t- present day right but the reality is is there's nothing lingering and i don't have ill will or sadness or i mean maybe i do have sadness i don't have angst about it at all no um so i'm not upset with that person so i got that closure so if you have a relationship where things have maybe shifted or changed or you feel like man what happened i think it's entirely okay to ask that person 
hey, what happened? And mm-hmm. I think you kind of talked about that with, mm-hmm. with the person where you're like, I kind of went at it about three times to say, hey, you know, I wish you would treat me a little differently here, or I didn't feel great when this happened, or next right. time could you do this? Right. You, you didn't get that. So yeah. it's it's time to move on. Yeah, from because that there is a there is a level of self-respect and friendship that you should protect. One hundred percent. If if you feel like someone keeps disrespecting you or is on a completely different page than you are, you can be friendly. You can have lunch every now and then, but it's probably not someone you want in within your inner circle. Absolutely. And and my que- my question or my my um thought too with closure is i do think there are people that it's appropriate to have closure with like the person that you're you're talking about right and then there's people that that the closure is not going to work because mm-hmm. they're not going to see it respond like, to it or see it or see it the same way or right. there it's just going to turn into another thing so right. so i think in those situations it's just best to um, just to just to really be at peace with the fact that you're just not on the same pages anymore. You're mm-hmm. not in the same season or stages of life, or you're not in the same framework of decision making. Right. Like, I mean, I've had friends that um, through different seasons of my life, that I'm like, oh wait, what? Wait, no, I. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I <laughs> can't. Huh? Did yeah. they just say that? Did they just do that? Did they just say that? Yeah, that's really not, that's not the life I want to pursue. Right. So really, honestly, wish them well, and and th- I'm going to invest less time there. Absolutely. Not, with no, with nothing, like, no begrudging, but I no would disparaging. Say, so here's my, here's my, th- my thought about that, though is if you're the person on the one side saying, ooh, that person's doing other things, I'm going to slowly back away, then they would be the person that would come to you and seek closure. Right. They would say, hey, would what's, think, what's going on? Like, yeah, hey, but, you're... Yeah, but I don't, I, I don't think that's true of everyone. I think okay. if someone is... I think when if someone is self-serving or really mm. like, this is how I'm going to live my life, yeah, right. whatever, they're not really thinking about how you're feeling. Right. So right. I do That's think fair. I do think that that is a signal. Right there will be a signal. If that person doesn't come to you and say, hey, right. listen, I feel that you're pulling away from me. I just, let's just talk about it. We might not be on the same pages and might not even be as close of friends anymore. And and we can both be cool with that. But let's talk about it. That's different. Right. What do you. Oh, here. Let me. I have two things. Okay. Here's my last thought about when you go through a breakup of a friendship is I think that's a really good time for you to assess your emotional health. Yes. And your relationships with other people. Yes. Absolutely. If that this instance that you're talking about is a one-off and you have help if you're surrounded by healthy relationships right i think it's great to process that and say what could i have done differently but also move on right don't sit there too long right my wife and i talk about this all the time because we have had people you know we're in that season where people come and go based off of interests or whatever um and we have had a solid group of people around us for a very long time. We've been married 10 years. We have a lot of the same friends mm-hmm, that have been with mm-hmm. us through 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when people come and go or when things shift, I, I go, is everything else okay with everyone else? 
Right. And then I'm like, okay, it really isn't me. Or it's okay just to let that go. Or or if you have, um, which this has happened with us, Matt, if you have friends um, and that friend, which you said to me, hey, you know what? The last time we all interacted, I did not love yes. my experience with XYZ. And and so listen to the friends that have been your friends yes. and that are wise voices in your life yes. and are good influences that are like, you know, maybe this is a friend you should take a few steps yeah, this, back from. This literally happened with us. Yeah. Leanne, um, my wife and I and one of our friends, Kat, were hanging out at Leanne's house and somebody happened to drop in that is friends with Leanne that, you know, we know casually and the way that that person interacted with all of us and treated Leanne in front of us, later I was like, ooh, there's some red flags Yeah, there. you're like, I did not like that. And, and, you know, to be, if we're really telling the story, <laughs> that didn't shift your mindset right away. No. That tapered no. off maybe six no. months later. Yeah. But, but I think but it, it did something... put pause oh, in your heart to absolutely. go, hmm, maybe I should look at this. So 100%. I think. 100%. And then when one other red flags, because, uh. Who was it? Is it Emily P. Freeman? It was Emily P. Freeman said, um, a red flag never shrinks. Ooh, that's good. So, so, or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but, but it never gets smaller. And it's true because that was a little red flag and then another red flag and then right. another red flag. And then another, I'm like, and no, right. like this, this is no longer healthy. Right. So I, I have to make, I have to make some decisions. Yeah. And I think that, um, and and I also think that the beauty in that and what I've seen with that is and and I've I've actually s- said this out loud to other people is when is when friendships come like kind of ebb and flow and come and go in your life God seems to always bring someone along absolutely and I'm like oh this is such a treat oh absolutely. my goodness this is so wonderful like and and one of those women was through Instagram she Instagram messaged me and was like I don't do this, but would you yeah. want to meet at Rebecca's? And we have had such an incredibly fun friendship. Um, actually, she's the one kind of responsible for me buying the two reno, the two renovation yeah. projects in yeah. Worcester. And um, you know, I, I'll say that I do think that that God sees it all, and when we're striving to do what we feel is right and what we feel is good, um, that often He has a way of bringing things to our life that. Yeah. To fill in those gaps. Totally Not always, agree. but you know, it it's nice when that does happen. Yeah. Here's what I think. I think we unleashed something mm-hmm. <laughs> because we are very if there are things we're passionate about, it's relationships, friendship, um, all that stuff. But yeah. I think we yeah, kind of gonna, like opened gonna, up a can of worms. Yeah, we're gonna talk about this again next week because <laughs> I really think you're right. I don't think we talk about friendships enough um mm-hmm. in, in society. I don't think we talk about what happens when you're not agreeing with your friend or you're not right. seeing things eye right. to eye anymore? Like, how do you, how do you gracefully and kindly and lovingly, you know, say this friendship isn't serving you or me um, right. well anymore? Um, how healthy would that be? I've never had a, that experience where it's a mutual agreement. Like, Hey, we've, we've had a good run. But this really isn't isn't great for yeah. Either it's of us, usually it? yeah. It's usually, it usually it's usually the, like you're, there's usually one side saying that right. and the other like oblivious. Yeah, oblivious or not agreeing. Right. Yeah, so. so here's what I have to say to just wrap up this. I guess part one of, part one of, of this friendship, friendship. discussion mm-hmm. is if you 
have a friendship breakup that you've gone through or you're going through, it's okay to grieve it. Mm -hmm. Don't feel shame around grieving a non-romantic relationship. I think we put so much pressure mm -hmm. on the romantic relationships that these relationships are so important to us as well. Yes. But, Listen, I want to say this. Yeah. When you are going through like a friendship breakup, I think one of the really, really important things is to have a friend that you've had for a while that you trust. That's a wise voice that's and objective, word. not gossipy, right. but objective that you can say, hey, listen, I want to talk with you about this. Right. I mean, that happened with us. I right. was like, hey, I need to talk to you about this. And you're like, this is what I would say. This is what I would do. This right. is what I, this is how would I, I would approach this. It. I think that's imperative. Right. If you don't have a counselor to talk about it to, right. it's, it's really important to have a trusted friend that you can, that you can kind of dialogue with that about that can, that either can kind of validate what you're feeling or can say, ah, I think you're like, sometimes you'll do that with me. Ah, I think you're overthinking that. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's important. Totally. So grieve it. If you need to grieve it, mm -hmm. the other one is, um, a, when you're grieving it, assess the health of your other relationships yeah, and your boundaries because mm -hmm. the reality is it might be you yeah there right. might be yeah there, there might be some might be spots. things that mm -hmm. you contributed yeah. or things that you allowed that you shouldn't allow going yeah. forward oh i I, um, I can i can attest to that in my own life for sure right. and i think that you know give yourself space and permission to grieve these friendships because friendships are important relationships mm. and truly mm -hmm. god designed us to be in community yeah um with each other yeah we're not meant to do life alone absolutely well i'm so glad we opened this can part of one. worms part one. because this is a passion point for us so hey thanks for joining us in this conversation so whether extraordinary oh that's not that's not what we say no, that's not. Whether mm. ordinary, yeah, ordinary or extraordinary. Or extraordinary. We hope you see that these, these are, are good, good days. days.